You are listening to the Apex Nutrition Podcast on Mountain Bike Radio. Hello, Mountain Bike Radio listeners. Welcome back to the Apex Nutrition Podcast. I'm Ben, and Kelly's over there. I'm here. Hello. How are you doing? Good. How are the mountains? You know, they're melting out early this year. Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Listeners... So this episode, we are going to talk about a recipe for what, Kelly? My favorite energy bar. Okay. So before we do that, I want to hear more about the melting out of the mountains. Oh, man. <laughs> I, saw, well, I just asked because I saw you posted something. Now it's dark in the morning when you were out doing your well, skiing. That is, I think you were going skin. Yeah. Daylight savings. Oh, this, you know, what's weird is, you know, it's not people talk about their kids being all crazy after daylight savings. My kids are fine. It's me and my husband. We're like a wreck (laughs) this week. I'm Mm -hmm. so tired. I was just into my routine of like the sun kind of waking me up, you know, before and, you know, it'd be like, I don't know, just after six, the sun would shine through, make me want to wake up. Now it's dark again in the mornings. So yeah, this Mm -hmm. morning I snapped a picture while I was um, skinning up the mountain here and um, yeah, back to being dark. I was enjoying the, the morning early sunrise, to be honest. And you even had, did you even have snow this winter? I know half Colorado barely even had snow. Uh, it was, you know, we have, we always have some snow. I think the the ski resort here claims like a hundred inches or something, but that's, you know, oh, it's man. usually like a 300 inch ski resort. It's, um, it's, a, and it's really, um, it's a fun ski resort. It's very steep. It's known for its extremes. So those are runs that are not groomed or anything. They're just really steep. Um, and so that sort of stuff takes a lot of snow to cover because it sloughs off, you know, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a resort that needs a lot of snow. So this was definitely is, I think it was the worst snow year since 75. I heard something like that is bad one. Mm-hmm. This comes on the heels of last year being one of the best snow years. I ever. think, yeah, ever. Yeah. They had like, I think it was 110 inches in like four days or 12, something ridiculous, like a week they actually had to close the resort for a while, like a morning because, um, cars, like cars apparently were just stuck all over the road in the parking lots, just like trying to get places. No one could move. And, um, they had Mm -hmm. to do so much avalanche control kind of all the time rather than just being able to do it, you know, in the evenings and in the early morning. So this, you know, they had a great year last year, but yeah, it's, it's a low snow year. And so it's melting out really early. And so now it's what's called mud season around here where like for a month, it's just all mud. So that's always interesting. I don't know if I talked about this for mud season uh, last episode that we did, but the I did talk about collecting sap for syrup. Yes. And I'm not sure if I mentioned how much that changed my perspective on, well, here it's April. I mean, we're still full on winter. We have two f- knee deep snow in the woods. It's, it's still full on winter here. Yeah, and, you guys have gotten it good this I mean, year. It looks like. And generally this is about normal just because it never doesn't melt really. Right. But it looks like for the two weeks out, it looks like through the end of the month we'll have winter, but April is like the mud season where it's, yeah. everything's melted. Obviously there's no, nothing's growing and it's just this big thing. But what the collecting of sap has done has turned me into, oh man, it's going to be 45 degrees today. Yeah, you look forward all, to it. I'm going to be mad. Yeah, all the snow's going to be gone. Now I look forward to having the 45 degrees just as long as it's like just below freezing at night. Right. Uh, but now I look forward to that because I know the sap's going to be flowing. So it, it completely, in one afternoon, I completely changed my perspective on 
at least for, you know, it goes on maybe a couple of weeks, three weeks, if we get lucky, whatever, but yeah. it completely changed my perspective in one afternoon of just sticking a couple holes in a tree. Yeah. Like you need something for those off, you know, here it's not so bad because, um, the, like the backcountry skiing in the spring, that's when it's the safest because you go through, um, freeze melt cycles. You know, there's a whole avalanche science out there, but whenever it melts during the day and then refreezes and forms like a cohesive snowpack rather than slabs on top of old snow layers, which are act like ball bearings for the slabs. And then they, you know, um, they slide on them and that's how you get a slab avalanche. So in the spring, because of the freeze melt cycles that make it a stronger snowpack, we you can do all this backcountry skiing that's a little bit dangerous that you wouldn't do during the winter. So we have that season. So that's good. But like in your driveway, it's full on mud, which, yeah. So. All right. Recipe. That's what people recipe. want. <laughs> all right. We're not skiing here. We're talking about biking or skiing or whatever and kind of what you could take in your pocket real food, whole food, energy bar that only has six ingredients. So this is going to be an easy recipe to listen to. Um, but I'll send the link as well to Ben so you can have it in front of you. So you do need a food processor for this. You know, and I was going to talk about like the three things I really think someone needs in their kitchen as far as appliances. One's food processor, one's a blender, and I think you need both. Um, and one's like a an instant pot now, we both would agree, or a slow cooker, but instant pot wins for me there. So if yeah. you have a food processor, you're going to be good to go with this one. I don't think you can really do this without it. Our ingredients are, first of all, you need some nuts and it's one and a half cups of raw. I use raw cashews in this, but you can use any nuts you want. Um, fruit. I use two lemons and 18 pitted dates. Make sure you get pitted dates and don't throw your dates with pits in there. That'd be a bummer. Um, next is a sweetener. That'd be the pits. That would be the pits. <laughs> oh, this one's right up Ben's alley. A sweetener. You can use two tablespoons of real maple or organic honey, either one. And it doesn't have to be organic. You know, I like, there's always a hierarchy for me. Local and raw honey is even better to me than organic. If, if you know the source, but organic, if you have to buy it commercially kind of ensures at least some things went right with getting that honey. Um, but yeah. real maple is awesome too. Um, and then we're going to use two tablespoons of organic coconut oil and one fourth teaspoon of salt. You are going to place the cashews, dates, and coconut oil in the food processor and process until just finely chopped. One thing to be aware of is if you process, you know, nuts further than just finely chopped, you'll end up with nut butter. So you're about to get some cashew butter if you go too long. So just watch it and you kind of want it like, um, I don't know how big, but kind of like grainy, finely chopped. Then you're going to zest your two lemons and juice one of them. You're going to add that to the food processor. You're going to process until a little bit chopped, not not quite a paste like like peanut butter like we talked about, but just a little bit more chopped and um something you can you can press down and it will stick together. Um you're going to add Oh, I I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm bad at this. Also add your salt. No, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> no one has me on TV on the Food Network right now. Add your right. salt when you add your zest and your juice, okay? And that's all your ingredients right there. Now, you're going to process it like we said, and then you're going to press it into a greased. You can grease it with um, more other coconut oil if you want. Just kind of smear that all around. Or you could even use, um, oh gosh, I can't remember, the paper. Not, what's the paper? Parchment paper? Yes, like my favorite thing in the world. Parchment paper. So you're going to press this mixture down into a, like a bread loaf pan, place it in the freezer for an hour. Or if you have more time, you could put it in the refrigerator until firm, and then you can cut it into bars or squares and then just keep storing it in the refrigerator until you take it out. 
And that's the whole recipe. Um, one thing to note about this is anytime you're using coconut oil as kind of the fat source, it melts at about 78 degrees Fahrenheit. So, you know, most any Jersey pocket is going to be 78 degrees Fahrenheit basically as you go. So something to know is it might, it might fall apart a little bit if you're using this for biking, especially in warmer weather. In that case, I just kind of smash it more into a ball or just expect that when I eat it, it's going to be a little bit um, falling apart and maybe won't stay in a full bar. Maybe it'll be more like smaller pieces of the bar. For me, when I'm eating while I'm riding or doing anything else, that's not a big deal because it's easier to chew anyway. So, but that's one thing to note. Um, I did want to tell you a little bit about these ingredients and why they are very purposefully picked for this. First of all, cashews are a great energy ingredient because they um, are a nut that contain copper. And copper is just one of those key minerals for um, making energy and utilizing it in your body. It's also copper is also an antioxidant and it's important to collagen health. So it kind of uh, just does a lot of good things in your body, like a lot of whole real foods do. Organic coconut oil is is an interesting, great ingredient. One is that it's easier to digest than most fats. Um, it's got medium chain triglycerides, and this is kind of a quick acting fat that is able to provide energy and be digested without a lot of challenge or problems in your, in your stomach and intestines. Um, dried dates or berries or cherries or whatever you use for that fruit. And when Ben links to this, I actually have a couple variations that you can use dried cherries instead or oranges and make like an orange chocolate bar. Same mm -hmm. sort of um, setup for the ingredients and the process of it, but just a few different ingredients. Um, any vibrant fruits like dates are going to have a lot of antioxidants and they also have a great carb makeup. Dates especially have a good, um, a decent ratio of fructose and sucrose. And so they are um, a good energy source. And that's why you see them in a lot of energy bars. And then lastly, we know that organic honey and maple are great carbohydrate sources and honey, particularly, I think probably maple just hasn't been researched as much, but honey um, tends to break down like maltodextrin, which is kind of looked at as a good um, breakdown as far as carbs go as an energy source when someone is being active. The last one was salt. And of course, I tend to add salt to things whenever um, I'm using it for training nutrition. And this will add a little bit of sodium. You should get sodium from other places as well when you're sweating. But um, salt is great for flavor and for sodium in this recipe. So those are the six ingredients and why I would recommend them. It's And this turns out a little bit like a Lara bar. So if you like those, you'd probably like this and you can make your own. Yeah. And yeah. then you could play with it too. I mean, yeah. you could always go on a pinch, go do Lara bar thing. Oh, sure. But and there's nothing wrong always, with it. Nothing wrong with that, I suppose. But it's just nice to be able to crank them out yourself and then mess with things a little bit here and there. Yeah. And one of the things I like about yeah. making it myself or, or this sort of recipe is if you've got active kids, you don't even have to think twice, you know, about whether this is a good energy bar for them. It doesn't have anything you don't know what it is in it. And you can um, give them to your kids and they're, my kids love them. They're good. Cool. All right, yeah. listeners, if you have any questions, comments, whatever it is, you can always send either me a message or Kelly a message. Uh, it's Ben at mountainbikeradio.com or Kelly. It's K E L L. I at apex nutrition llc.com. Yep. And I think that's it. Yeah. You'll find if you go over to my site too, you'll find lots of whole food recipes um, for training nutrition. So cookies, bars, energy balls, all kinds of things. Awesome. Easy enough. Sounds good. Thank you, listeners. And 
We will chat at you in the next episode <laughs> of the Apex Education Podcast. Take care. <laughs>